We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, the Timberwolves are off to a great start. They're as good as any team in the NBA right now. In fact, you can make the argument they are the best team in the NBA, back in action tonight in Philly against another very good team, Joel Embiid and the Sixers, and then home tomorrow to the Los Angeles Lakers. The man who owns this team is Glenn Taylor, also owns the Star Tribune, and obviously has had a great deal of success in numerous businesses throughout his very successful, lucrative career. And Glenn is kind enough to join us, like all of our guests, on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Blanker Hotline. Glenn, always a pleasure for pure enjoyment of uh, a regular season. The playoffs are different, but for pure enjoyment, how does this start compared to any of the other years where you've owned the Wolves? Got to be right up there in the top two or three. <laughs> you know, from there, there maybe was a year or two there that when Kevin – uh, KG was uh, on the team, and we had that group together. It was awful exciting watching them. Um, I think, you know, we had really high expectations of them, and they delivered. I think with these guys, um, last year we had high expectations, but uh, because of injuries and et cetera, they didn't. But this year, boy, they came out of the beginning with a bang, and, and have so far through a quarter of the season, uh, just been terrific. Over the years, you've had very good relationships with uh, players, head coaches, general managers. How would you describe the relationship you have right now with Tim Conley, Chris Finch, and uh, the players on this team? How is it different or the same compared to other teams since you took over this team in the in the mid nineties? No, you're correct in that I've always tried to establish. Uh, uh, more than just a coach or a general manager, but a personal friendship, get to know people and stuff like that. So I would just tell you, I have a very good relationship with both the coach and Tim, the assistant coaches, but it's very similar to other people. I still, uh, Dwayne Casey, that's been quite a few years. He still contacts me, you know, the Saunders, uh, still young man, still, contacts me and stuff like that. So people who have coached here and we built a relationship, I have kept even after they moved on. And similar here that I think we're still, they've been here long enough. We've established some really close relationships and I really enjoy it. 
Well, with Ryan Saunders and Dwayne Casey, we both know them well. You can't get two better people. In all sincerity, those are two of my absolute favorites that I've met. So that's that's great to hear that you still have a relationship with, with, with those individuals. The building is alive. Obviously, the, the franchise has had good moments and has had down moments, and there are times in the down moments when the arena is quiet. Uh, how rewarding is that? To see it where the place is packed, tickets are high demand. As an example, I'm sure it is going to be a place to be tomorrow night when the Lakers are in town. Well, it'll be a place to be when the Lakers are in town just because they're the Lakers. But what I see is that uh, we do have a sell of crowds, I think, for every game so far. Therefore, you have a, a large attendance and it's very noisy. And I think it really uh, feeds on the players. The players are playing well, but I think it just encourages them to keep up the difficult part on defense that they're doing well, just because the crowd's behind them. I mean, when they do something uh, really good defensively, the crowd un- seems to understand that now and, and collapse and, and appreciate it. And I think that's very supportive of the players to continue that effort in the next uh, you know, couple plays. Rudy Gobert is playing fantastic basketball right now. He would probably be unanimous defensive player of the year if the award was voted on now. Obviously, this season has a long ways to go. Last year, Rudy was hurt. Rudy wasn't, effect, wasn't as effective. Now, he was later in the year. And obviously, the organization took a big risk in giving up a number of draft choices. Were there times last year where you just honestly wondered – if the if the organization had given up too much, or were you fairly patient, feeling like this wasn't just a one year situation, it was a, a a multi-year look at Gobert? Well, I like to say both of your your options are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be honest with you if I I'm a basketball fan. So when Rudy was struggling and stuff like that, you know, I questioned what in the world did we do here. But uh, uh, on the other hand, uh, I talked to the coach, I talked to Tim, and they said, just be patient. We think we know what we're doing. Uh, Be patient with us, and uh, we think you're going to see good results. And therefore, I did have patience. What can you tell us about the last part of the sale with uh, Mark and Alex? Is that on schedule to happen, and are you convinced that they will have the money to close the deal? Well, I all I can go on is that uh, I've asked them that, are you guys ready? And they say they have the money, and that's what they have to do. Uh, they haven't uh, done anything officially yet, but I think what will happen is I'll get a letter before the end of the year stating from them that they are going to go ahead with the transaction in within the next 90 days. And I'll probably agree to that. We'll pick some mutual date that we agree upon, and then I assume they're going to do the deal. Uh, and uh, But I don't have any personal knowledge of what they're where they're getting the money and how they're getting the money or anything like that. I've just asked them 
are you prepared? And they said yes. So they have not reached out in any way for an extension as of now? No, but they'll do that just because now it's December, and I know they're not ready. Um, and they'll do it before the end of the year. I okay. just, they will. Is, is there any part of you that when they ask for the latest extension, and then it's 90 days where you're tempted to say, okay, we've had extensions before, this is it, it's time to show if you have the money or not. No, I will I know what I'll do. They asked for an extension the last time, and I agreed with it. There's no reason I won't do it again. Have you thought about what it's going to be like when you are no longer the majority owner of this team? Yes, I've thought about it, and I'm and Becky and I talk about it. I'm comfortable that very little will change. Um, you know, we the seats that I have uh, right down on the, the floor, I buy those. I don't take them because I'm the owner. I pay for them like anybody else, and I've had them, and I suspect that I'll keep them. Uh, I think that uh, as far as People are very gracious to me and and friendly and stuff like that. And pretty much what they say, you know, we really appreciate you're the guy that kept the Timberwolves in Minnesota. I don't think that's going to change. I think people will always respect that and appreciate that. They'll see us at the game, and and I think they'll say the same thing. Uh, what I don't, I won't have to do is do the budget and do <laughs> all of those yeah. things. That's okay. I'm willing to give that up because I spend a lot of time on that, and Becky and I will have more free time to, to enjoy other pleasurable things. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Glenn Taylor is with us. It's 45 past two. Chad Hartman here on CCO. You obviously have, uh, throughout owning this team at different times, have had groups approach you. You've had talks that were legit. Other times you said, no, this isn't the right time. And this was different with Mark and Alex. If, if they wouldn't have stepped forward and the team is playing the way it's playing 
and the NBA is flourishing in the ways it is, would you want to sell the team at this point? Well, that's a good question. Um, as far as liking it, enjoying it, they play better and they're playing so well. I probably would want to keep them in and enjoy that for longer. I do enjoy that. But remember what I said when I accepted their offer. I looked at my age and uh, thought that I have to plan for a transition here. And I made that decision, and I thought that was best for the team and the community to help with that transition so it's orderly and and it would work out. And um, so, you know, I, I I would go back and forth on that uh, type of stuff. I made it. I'm comfortable with the decision I made. But you're saying if it was today, I might make a different decision. I want to get to charitable giving because this is uh, – uh an idea that I think absolutely is worth drawing attention to. But I want to ask you this about the NBA. You've been board of governors. You've been involved as an owner for a long time. What's the best part about the league right now? And what part of the league gives you a pause in any way? Well, I think the best part of the league is that I look at a lot of the young people that are coming out after only a year or so in college, but are coming out, play that they're really very good at being at 19 years of age and uh, most of them are very good young men and I would uh, that are coming out and I think that's really important because it wasn't always that way we we had a time when we were having uh, problems we've got a couple of players right now that are causing the league some problems but as a whole I'm really uh, proud of the, the players. I think the, that the, the thing is that concerns me and stuff like this here is all, always uh, can we keep the teams competitive? This year we're keeping them competitive. In other words, there isn't somebody that's won every game and stuff like that. And uh, there was a, a time when it was New York and L.A., and it sure looked like uh, they were the favorite teams. Uh, I don't see that now, and I hope they keep it that way. Let's talk about your decision to use the farms and the extensive amount of farms you have, valued at $172 million, and use that to, to seed charitable giving. Why, why did you feel like that was the right direction to go? Well, uh, I purchased those farms uh, because uh, individuals um, asked me if I would buy the land because they couldn't afford to do it, but their fathers or they had farmed the farm for 60 years and stuff like that, and they wanted to keep it. And so they asked me if I would um, purchase it rather than uh, them having to sell it and give the government part of the money and and uh, lo- lose the land. So I went ahead and started to buy land and went into partnership with that beginning. It was always partnership 50, 50. We did a 50, 50 planted the crops and harvested the crops and split everything 50, 50 when, when we first started. And so I thought I was helping people to stay on the farm, to do something they like. I like farming because I grew up in it and, and that's how we got started in it. So I've kind of promised those families 
that as long as they take care of the land and farm it wisely, I'll let them keep keep the the farm. Well, if if I didn't do anything, I passed away. The government would step in sure. and want half the money. Yep. Uh, and I'd be forced to sell it. So I'd have to give half of it to the government, and and I that's not my <laughs> political beliefs that that I want to uh, give the money to the government. So by giving it to a, a charitable, in this case, three charitable contributions or uh, organizations, I can let those people keep farming it, and they will pay rent for farming it. It will go to the charitable organizations. They, in turn, will take that money to help good causes. In this particular case, because I I made the money off of land in Minnesota and Iowa. I'm saying the money should go, charitable should go to smaller communities in Iowa and Minnesota that need help. And But I'm not really defining exactly what the charitable would be. So I have a, a committee of people that are experienced in this area running that to help us uh, select what what might be helpful. Now, I'll just give you some examples that uh, that organizations come to us. Daycare in itself, in a lot of times, small communities is a... Really difficult. Very, very difficult, very expensive. So we've had some organizations, in this case, it's always been women that have come to me and said, would you help pay for part of it so that we can set up a daycare center for people in this community and stuff like that? So that's one had a community that needed a fire truck and they said, you know, the fire truck was so expensive. They did buy a used one, but it was so expensive. Would I pay for half of it if, if they could get the community to do that? Um, we're working on a couple now where they just want a, a, a recreational area for kids um, to play in and stuff. And the school district says, if you'll help set it up, we'll, administrated in the future and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of things out there that we can help small communities be better communities um, for their citizens. And and I want to give back, and I'm saying, you know, I've made the money off the land. I'd just soon give it to those that are associated closely with that land. I'm glad you're doing it. Bravo to you. That is going to help a lot of people. Always appreciate you coming on. Uh, continue great success with the team, and I'm sure our paths will cross sometime soon. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Glenn Taylor. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.